Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Podcast Network and part of Omaha Audio. Yeah, big announcement yesterday. Actually, Friday. Yeah, Peyton said something nice about me. Again, I'm still waiting for Eli to put in some favorable words. I know it's coming. But anyway, happy to be on board with Omaha on this Tuesday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Salmon producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds. Only two of the three overlords of the odds here today. Brother Bry and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's going on, buddy? A streak is broken. Now, we have had podcasts mm. where I haven't even been on, but you three have been on with like Simmons or uh, who we do, like Jerry Ferrara sure. once stepped in on my, my seat. But this, you three, you two and Harry have been together. Parley Kid, how many times? How many how many shows has this been? It's, uh, and the, it's got to be over a thousand straight episodes, Sal. Oh, I mean, definitely. <laughs> have we done over that many? A thousand. Well, I can't you remember. know, we've been doing four a week I for, I mean, for the last, you know, and then a couple of years. We, you know, we, we go back to almost six years now. We go back almost six years doing right. it. So. All right. A thousand sounds so, good. I don't I'm think gonna, it's quite I'm that throwing hard, it out yeah. there. Right. There might be yeah. a little less, <laughs> could be a little bit more. But no, it's, I'm telling you, it's not that far. I'm not that far off when I say that. Well, the point is, whatever the number is, Harry has now ruined this for you guys because he decided to take a honeymoon. Now, this guy, no yeah. one has more honeymoons than Harry. I, I don't know. Should call yeah. him Honeymoon Harry. He's always out there. Now he's out in Florida. I think he's at yeah, the airport. Wasn't able to make this uh, work. So now the streak is over. And yep. uh, Longest streak it. in podcasting history. Calorie Ripken. Is that what yeah. we're going to call yeah. him? Calorie? I don't know. I don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he should have. Yeah, Calorie Ripken. Right. He should have yeah. ju- jumped on for five minutes not to break the streak. I mean, he had like diverticulitis. He was in the hospital, serious, like serious issues. And he made it. On the yeah, yeah. yeah, when he was doing that, just a, bed. when he was doing that uh, fifty-two by fifty-two challenge, he called oh in my from God. the <laughs> right. Yeah, now just the TSA is uh, holding him back. Uh, you have another theory here, babyface Joel Solomon. What's going on? I mean, a honeymoon sounds like it makes sense, but it might be Kirk Cousins' hibernation. This might have finally <laughs> yeah. sent him into some sort of dark place because. He's got a lot riding on Kirk Cousins, and that 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 didn't look too good last night. That was disgusting. Uh, as I said on extra points, they had two Monday night games. They should have had three because uh, neither was satisfactory. And Kirk Cousins, Harry's hero, and the Vikings. What were, a disastrous were, performance! Were you guys Not even a, as bad as Tennessee? But were you guys really annoyed bad. by um, Harry's pick though? In in our pool pick, he picked uh, the Eagles. Did you guys know that? Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's you know, he picked the Eagles. Oh, that's well, great. <laughs> that being yeah, that being said, right that is, that is true. Uh, but it's funny because I I think yeah, yeah I think I gave I kind of like middle I not I didn't middle it but I think the other day when we we did it on the pod I had the Eagles but on I have the Vikings on our picks oh. you know because when I you know what I put my pick in like last Tuesday I put my picks in oh you gotta wait you gotta be patient you gotta I, be patient. I was not patient so I regretted <laughs> it but I made up for my mistake I went with the Eagles. Big day for me yesterday in those games, for the most part. Big you game. did all right, right? I mean, Big I hit game. both the props. Uh, I I split on the teams, and my over-unders were terrible. I, I had the wrong uh, for each mm. one. But I will say this. 
Uh, let's uh, give a nod to our winners here. Prop quiz. This is our contest that live on extrapoints.com slash arcade. Our prop quiz winner, Joseph Piccioni, had six right out of 10. Good job by you. You get a gold cap. And our pick em winner, $100 prize value, Cousin Sal, 12 and 3. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I had 12 and three. Sheck 12 and three was second, and Harry was tied for third with 11. Now, you might think the fix is in. 272 people joined this pool. Um, and if you think this is rigged, we put out a graphic, as uh, Parley Kid alluded to, yeah. every Sunday morning with our picks. So uh, it's out there. There was no rigging of the contest. If you did better than 12 and three, I'd love to hear from you if you entered. Um, but the good news is I'm letting the $100 roll over to next week. It's now a $200 prize. Beautiful. Brother Bright, for God's sakes, you can win one of these. I mean, 272 people, and I came in first. 10 and 5. I was close. You were 10 and 5. All right, so for the staff pick'em leaderboard, Martin Weiss, 20 and 10. He had a great first week and an 8 and 7 second week. Sheck and I and Harry are 18 and 12. Brother Bryce, 16 and 14. Parley Kid, 15 and 15. Uh, But you feel like after last night, you're going to make your move. No, I thought I made my move in the first week. Uh, The second week, obviously. So I'm probably just going... (laughs) I'm probably just move. now, yeah, yeah I, I think uh, I'm moving in the wrong direction. And uh, there's a good chance I stay moving in the wrong direction. So. <laughs> Don't say that. I will <laughs> say, I am bummed out about our first touchdown picks. Now, we were outstanding. Oh. We really could brag every week. We we had a we, we had a brag fest on our first touchdown picks. Between the four of us, me and the Jenner trifecta, mm. we almost always picked the right one. We almost had mm. one. Between us, we are now 0 for 20 in five night games. We didn't do, we don't do Sunday night, right? 0 for 20 in five night games with our first down, touchdown picks. Now, it doesn't help that freaking Gilliam, who never, no one's ever heard of, the fullback from the Bills scores. That's two fullbacks in a row that made, right? Rife yeah. Horvath for the Chargers scored Thursday first. Yeah. And then Hurt scored first uh, in the later game last night. I think if we were going to do this as a team, I know the odds suck and you're right. What would you get for Hertz? Five to one to score first touchdown? Yeah. I yeah, almost think one of us has to take a running quarterback as first well, touchdown, and we, then we could spread it out a little bit. We always used to do it, but the odds have adjusted slightly now, I think, with some of these yeah. quarterbacks, right? Like yeah. I felt like in the past for Hertz, you might have got nine to one, 10 to yeah, one. Yeah, right. Or, or yeah. for another quarterback, 20 to one, 25 to one. Mm. I mean, five to one, it's hard for us to take that, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I did mention yesterday, I thought Hertz are. Or Goddard would score. Of course, Goddard caught a pass down to like the two-yard line for a second. I thought right. maybe he was going to get in. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough to take a quarterback at five to one. With those odds. All right. Well, we're probably not going to go with Trubisky or um, uh, Brissett on Thursday, right? So that's our next crack at this. But let's talk about these Monday night games. Um, we're just, just not good. Not. I mean, those Bills, I joked about it like I was saying on extra points today, like it's a good thing the Bills have a schedule ahead of them because if they were like Mike Tyson in the in the late 80s, you'd have a hard time finding them an opponent. Like who the hell wants yeah. to play this team parlay kid? Right. They just go out there and thrash you and it's not yeah. it's not uh, pleasurable for a viewing audience on prime time and they're now minus 400 to win their division. Titans plus 200 in that garbage division. I don't even know what to say about who's going to win that. What were your impressions oh. of that game? Well, Sal, remember when we did uh, on the podcast yesterday, I said, are we going to look back at this and be like, wow, what were we thinking? Like, yeah. why, why were we just rolling with the Stupid. bills? Stupid. We all had Tennessee like, plus 10 and a half, We're all on Tennessee. And honestly, I thought after Tennessee's first drive was kind of like what I thought with a, you know, some run, you know, killing some clock. But 
What a mismatch. What a mismatch. Um, that was uh, the Bills uh, look like the um, – I mean, there's some good football teams, but uh, the Bills, uh, after the first two weeks, look like the best of the bunch. Uh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, very impressive. Very impressive win. They just really annihilated them. And they basically pulled their – they really like – it was like a high school game where they pulled their starters like – in the fourth quarter, basically. Yeah, yeah and everything so. was going. I was saying that they remind me of this the, the early 90s bills where everything is going their way. The crossing route guys are wide open, right. right? Third and 14, there's an offside, incomplete pass, but offside. So now it's third and nine. So now, Alan, like they're getting the benefit of every, every close fumble at the sideline. They're picking up, right? Going the oh, other way with ridiculous. it. Like, that was ridiculous yesterday, though. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say it was all penalties. It was uh, ass-kicking like none other, Bri, but um, I, I don't know what to say about that AFC South either. Maybe the oh, Jags are a good bet, but it, except they they haven't won a road game in like two years, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, what are we thinking the leader of this division is going to be? Eight and nine, the winner? Yeah, yeah, at, it's going to be something point? like that. Didn't Although you say I, the Colts on Caesars is eight, the over-under is eight? And eight. they're... Eight, and they're favored to win the division still. So that's it. That, that's, <laughs> wow. that's, that's exactly the your answer right there, Brian. Five and 12. Yeah. All right, I, so the uh, other game, 24-7, the uh, Eagles take care of the Vikings. I was I was saying that this reminded me of like a first-round playoff game where you think the visiting team, the wild-card team, uh, the Vikings, bear with me, everyone thinks they're better, but now they're going to the Eagles, the winner of the inferior division, and then the the division winner puts this puts a beat mm. down on him, right? I mean, that's that's what if I felt like the Eagles could have scored more. I felt Cousins could have thrown more picks uh, than it was. Definitely wasn't the case where Jefferson was wide open like we saw him in Week One. Maybe a little hangover from the big Packers win, big division game, and then this game didn't mean as much. But Parley kid, uh, I, uh, these Eagles might be a little tougher than we thought. Now minus two ten to win the NFC East. Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of that has to do with the play of Jalen Hurts, uh, which is kind of not surprising. With 26 for 31 throwing the ball last night, that's dynamite. Uh, and again, he's one of those few quarterbacks that can run, and he's not afraid to run, and that really boosts his game. So, yeah, he's become a dual threat. Uh, the Eagles, I guess, are, at least at this point, are for real. Uh, so a good job by them last night. That was a... Uh, a thorough beating, too, of the Minnesota Vikings, really, on both sides of the ball mm. for that Eagles team. And, hey, I saw it. My, my Devonta Smith uh, picks. Really for good. The I loved it that Harry lost, too. Oh. You won your over bet, and Harry <laughs> yes. lost by a half a yard. Harry had the longest Devonta Smith reception at 19 and a half yards, and he had it one at 19. That's I perfect. I know. My receivers came through for me. Diggs, too. What a game yesterday. Well, man. Harry shouldn't profit off that game. He loved the Vikings. He loves the Vikings in, the, uh, in general, and they, they couldn't played worse. Here's what he said. Mikey Meatballs, this is an actual quote from Harry. This is straight from the airport. Is this what we're getting? Yes, this is his quote uh, over text to me. So to relay the message. Go ahead, you read it. He said, it's actually a good thing for the Vikings. Nothing has swayed my mind on them taking the NFC. Taking the NFC? <laughs> <laughs> T- taking it where? <laughs> to get relegated? What did it, really, nothing has swayed his mind. The, the, the Bucks yeah. defense hasn't swayed his mind. The Packers coming back. Uh, the Eagles, be- Eagles yeah. are in the NFC. Uh, that has, that didn't sway his mind. That pathetic performance. What's he talking about, Brian? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really bad because you got to factor in right now, right? When you think, I mean, look, maybe the Vikings are going to be okay. Maybe it, it was a little bit of a letdown game. I will say, 
the Philly crowd. Maybe it was uh, the the fans were so loud. That was some of the loudest fans nice I've ever heard. To see. Yeah. Uh, unless unless they've really boosted up that mic for uh, mm-hmm. Troy. Uh, maybe Harry would say that. Oh, uh, yeah. What happened there? That was the other theory. The uh, Troy Troy and Buck never get was, a bad game. Right. Yeah. But I will say, like, you watch that game, right? And you're like, there's no way Cousins could win three big playoff games. There's no way, mm-hmm. right? After you watch right. that game, there's no way. I mean, it just continues. I mean, he's now what in, in night games? Like, he's two and just, ten, I think, in two the and Monday nights. Continues to be yeah. horrendous. I mean, he's just... I mean, how many balls did he just throw up? I mean, into the end zone yesterday, just was like kind of nervous, rattled, just mm-hmm. throwing the ball up. I mean, I will say earlier in the game, a couple of his guys dropped some big passes too, but God, he was, right. he was bad. But the Eagles, Eagles look really good. Um, they look good. I, I'm feeling good I, about my bills over Eagles at 80 to one. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. Uh, all right, babyface, you have a Harry update here? What is this now? I, th- I think he must have hair dar because he's uh, literally, as you're talking, uh, just landed in Miami. I actually feel better about Vikings. One loss equals one better. loss. Last time I checked, uh, yeah. now Minnesota can really focus. Tell Ben Kelly. Uh, I'm not going to read this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one well, loss equals one loss. Last time I checked. Okay. Sal, well, yeah, one he, win he, equals one win then, Harry. Right. So uh, why are we reading into the Packers win yeah, so well, much? Yeah. Sal, he also texted me saying, if you could mention, this is what he said to me, if you could yeah. mention, Minnesota's still in first place. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, but if you look at the division, they're actually could be also considered to be in last place yeah. as well. I, I, I like everybody's the Packers. One one. First of all, I hate arguing with Harry when he's not here. So let's, let's not mention <laughs> him again after this. But I would take the Packers at even odds right now to win that division. Vikings yep. plus 145. Yeah. Yep. So, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Even odds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty great. At this point, yeah, uh, so good. there you go. That's uh, that's the Monday night football recap. Let's take a quick break, and we're going to go over uh, an unlikely leaderboard in the NFL uh, pass <laughs> passing yard leader um, tally. So we'll be right back. Yes, we are brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. See, it's not just about the daily promos, odds boosts, or the hundreds of ways to wager. It's about the immortal words of Caesar himself: "You bet, you get." With Caesars Rewards. Every bet you place on the app, no matter the outcome, earns toward exclusive perks at Caesars Rewards destinations everywhere. Hotel stays, concert tickets, bonuses, and more. Download the Caesars Sportsbook app, become a Caesars Rewards member today, and get more with every wager. You must be 21 or older to gamble. Gambling problem? Call or text 1 800 522 4700. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, we're back. I'm looking now at stats uh, for NFL. Now, at th this point, going into the night games, the top three passing yard leaders were, what was it, Tua, Wentz, and Flacco? Is that what I saw, Brian? Does that yeah, sound right now? Yeah. I think... I think Josh right. Allen is in there now. Josh so now Allen's right there. Josh Allen's like right around where Flacco. Oh, he's fourth now. Oh, yeah, it's still those three. So it's yeah. Tua, Wentz, and Flacco. Tua's 739, Wentz 650, Flacco 616, and Allen 614, and Herbert 613. Yeah, right. interesting. It is interesting. Nobody would have picked that. If you're like, uh, if a million people put in bets for the top three in any order, you would not have. Well, you just wouldn't have. <laughs> oh, you no. wouldn't have any of those. But I'm trying to think in the beginning of the year, we did this for top passing yards. I had Burrow, who's already 200 yards behind Tua. Uh, that's not great. Parley Kid, who did you have for most passing yards? I had Brady. Yards? I had Brady. Brady. All right. That, I'm looking. Wow. Where is he on this list? I don't love he that. He back. just doesn't have. I mean, Mike, you know, Mike Evans is out this week. Yeah. There's just not a lot of weapons. Cole, they just signed Cole Beasley. Yes, exactly. And he'll end up with eight touchdowns. Sure. He's 337 <laughs> yards behind the leader. It was, it was yeah. Tua. And mm -hmm. Bri, who did you have? I had Carr. He's ninth, like 540, 547. Okay, that's that's actually uh, the most promising of them all, even though yeah. with the, uh, the way they lost. See, that's exciting for you, Bri. All right. Uh, right now, though, <laughs> Herbert, if you go to Caesars, Herbert is plus 450. Mahomes, five to one. Burrow, seven to one. Allen, eight to one. So yeah, they, they don't mm. think Tua. Even though he has a substantial lead, you can get him at 20 to 1. Parley Kid, if they're paying, playing from behind and we're going to see a Tyree Kill 40 yard bomb, um, that's a nice little advantage you have, at least going for the passing yard title, right? Yeah, but I also think um, two is probably the most likely to get hurt out of all these guys we've just mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, too, as the year goes on. So I would not jump on Tua. I'm really shocked to see that Allen. As uh, he's really the fifth best odds here at plus 800. I think that's great value for Josh Allen, who, have, as you just mentioned, out of all the big name quarterbacks, right. he's number one right now. Right. And and no matter what the Bills say, uh, and that's concerning, they shut it down a little bit uh, in, in, in both games that they've played so far. So, um, well, so I, I, I think just, that's the I think that's the problem, right? Mm -hmm. You got a guy like Josh well, Allen who might not play a lot of week fourth quarters. seventeen. Well, or a lot of like that. a lot of fourth quarters. I think he might be out because they're just going to trot teams versus Tua, who might be behind in games and might have true. Si I mean, similar fourth quarters to what we saw. Not as crazy, but right. This Bri this is yeah. true. Bry, what do you think? Is Tua worth it at twenty to one? I don't know. I mean, could you also have to factor in? Right? I mean, I know he had that great game against the Ravens, but you also have to factor that. He's going to be playing the Bills twice. He's going to be playing the Pats twice. There's going to be, there's going to be a game or two that he's thrown for like 160 yards, right? There, yeah. He's he's going to have that game potentially, maybe against the Bills. So that could come down pretty quickly. And like part of the kid was saying, there's always the chance for him to get hurt. So I mean, granted, it's fun. It's fun. I mean, mm -hmm. I will say, you know, this Dolphin. It's nice having this Dolphins team being a fun team, and he's got tons of yeah. weapons. I don't know, you know, can they duplicate what they did the other day? I mean, you know, maybe maybe you can just keep throwing it up the hill and No, nah, yeah, we're, we're reading into it too much. But I do yeah. see them being behind in some games and having that yeah. advantage and, uh, and a, you know, a 200-yard advantage over some of these other guys who are 
listed in the top three. Uh, Wentz, like I said, second place, not lit, not on the Caesars board. Wow. And mm. same with Flacco, third place, also not. You can't even bet these guys. So, wow. Intr- I mean, Blaine Gabbard is on there, but there's no uh, Carson Wentz. How could this be? <laughs> Blaine <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking r- rushing yards regular season. Uh, this is now Saquon. Is this right? Yeah, Saquon is uh, 236. Um, Chubb is 228. Jonathan Taylor 215. Taylor still three to one. I know we didn't plan on talking about this, but is that a little low? Chubb is five to one. Saquon is six to one. Those are the top three. Those are also mm. the top three odds wise. Uh, Parlay kid, I think you did. You go with Taylor for the most rushing yards. I think no. I went with Mixon. I think I ended up um, going with Mixon. Or I Mixon thought Harry touchdowns. went with Taylor. We're not going to bring his name up. I thought. Right. Yeah, <laughs> well, Harry, I go with Sorry, Taylor. I don't yeah. want to give him any credit for that. So right, right. Um, I forget who I went with Sal. Now I, I really wish I could. I had Mixon for it. touchdowns. Brian, who did you have? I had either Mixon for touchdowns or yards or both. You had Mixon. I had, I had Mixon for yards. Yeah, I had. Uh, Oh, wait, oh, so, so Derek Henry has 107. That's what's yeah, bad. Did so I, you get Derek Henry at plus 850. I think that's the one that stands out. touchdowns or yards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. We switched it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, plus 850, not bad. That kind of jumps out at me if, if he gets back on uh, pace. Uh, no? Well, we yeah, I mean, there, again, there's going to be, I know, I have him in fantasy. I'm so worried about it. But there's going to, yeah, you're right, though. There's going to be a game where, you know, in that comp, you know, in that division, yeah. especially, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to get some. He's going to have some games where he's putting up 150. I guess that's. Right. But it's it's weird when you see good defenses play against Henry, right? Because if you can get him right away in the backfield before he gets momentum, like I, I mean, right? It seemed, how many negative carries did they have last night? It had to be like eight. They it really, like I so- mean, the stack in the box. I know that's the answer yeah. all the time. And stack a lot of that wasn't his and- fault, but. And he's and he's crushed it. Oh, Brian, you beat me in fantasy by three points. You needed what? You needed nice five out of uh, Henry, and he got eight. Uh, yeah, disgusting. No. Give that touchdown to someone else. Well, at the we end. needed what a, that. What we needed some parity in our fantasy league. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, Darren's one and two. One. Big brother John, two <laughs> and zero. Like, everyone else, I feel one like one. it's. I feel like it's. Uh, so many years now, I've started off zero and two. It's incredible. Really? It's absolutely okay. incredible. Oh, I just feel like it. I feel like every year I'm zero and two. I kind of battle my way out, uh, yeah. but I don't know that the, there's not a lot on the waiver wire really to make much of a difference. I feel we're going like. to get to so, that in but, a second. Yeah, let, let's just uh, let's quickly go wide receiver here. As long as we're going, uh, Tyree Kill two hundred eighty four yards, Stephon Diggs two seventy, Jalen Waddle two forty, Cooper Cup two thirty six. Yeah. Cup obviously the odds on favorite going in right now after week two. Jefferson on Caesars plus four fifty. Cup seven to one. So if mm. you want to load back up on Cup, that's a nice number. Yeah, digs eight to one, or you could have the leader right now, Tyree Kill at twelve to one. Parley mm. Kid, you go Hill or Cup at those odds, or somebody well, else. Uh, you know, Cup's my guy, and that's yeah. who I went with, and I think I'd still roll with him because he is, uh, you know, really by far and away the best receiver on that team. Not that mm. these other guys aren't, but Waddle could uh, obviously is a presence for the for the Dolphins. So um, I'm, I think Hill's numbers could come back to the pack a bit. Uh, and Cup is just super consistent. I think he'll always be consistent. Kind of like what I predicted. I I think you had Diggs this year for most yards. Yeah, I Maybe did, yeah. Diggs with something. Yeah. I like him too. I said, I told you yesterday in the podcast, I said, I think he's kind of becoming Cup-like that no matter right. what these teams do, like he's still coming out of those games with his 10 catches 
uh, you know, in 140 yards, it seems like. No yeah. matter what. Diggs is becoming that guy, too. I, I didn't have him for most touchdowns. He leads the league with, with four. Brian, are we missing anybody mm. here? Cup, uh, Diggs. And, uh, um, I don't think so. And, uh, I mean, you yeah. like AJ Brown. It's like in terms of value, like twenty-two to one. Waddle twenty-five to one. Um, but yeah, AJ I mean, might not even be the best Brown out there, though. Amon St. Brown. You look at his last seven games. It's uh, well. Absurd, let me also. Can together. I complain about that too for fantasy? Please, brother yeah. John. We do. We do multiple <laughs> fantasy leagues. Brother John knows I drafted St. Brown. He knew I loved him. He knew I gave him out as the fantasy <laughs> guy in this podcast. I kept yeah. telling him about it. And then right before I went to pick him in our league, he took him. Like he he knew he knew it. He like he per, like yeah. there's no way he was taking him if I didn't talk him up. It was, it yeah. was a Bush League move <laughs> by Brother John. Bush League. That's it. He's full of Bush League moves. I mean, now, you know, now we got a, uh, yeah. now we have a uh, IR position so he could like scour the, like a, as a, like a weirdo and see who's on <laughs> and off the IR and say, hey, you got to get him off. He's playing the Red Cross is gone. So good for, good yeah, for Brother we, John. I, yeah. Uh, we should go to voting people out. I, I told you, I would, <laughs> I would vote John out every other year. I, I would know. convince everybody league, to vote though. John out and convince everybody to vote Chad out too. That's every, the problem. Uh, let's look at these waiver wire pickups. I don't know. Out of these quarterbacks, who would you take? Uh, Cooper Rush, Jimmy G, Flacco, Daniel Jones, or Malik Willis? I guess it's got to be Jimmy G at this point if he's on a waiver wire. Yeah. Well, you know who we, you, we would take in our waiver wire? You know who it would be? Who's out there? Tua. Who's the Vikings backup? Tua. Oh, is Tua, Tua really a, on the waiver wire? Yeah. He's oh afraid. my nobody, God. Nobody drafted him. Are okay, you sure so about that, that, Brian? Yeah, it's just... Brian, is that true? Yeah, this is no, a terrible think, Brian, he's not available now. Are you sure? I think it's just because... Somebody he, must have picked him up. I think it's just because he week. projects nope. to be like 13 points this week there against Buffalo. You got to be kidding me. I think that's... that's a, oh I my gosh, she is available. He is? And he's projected for, what, the 13 points this week? Come on, I know Buffalo's defense is well, that, good. But that, I'm excited for that game. I'm excited. And I, I mentioned if you're going to take the Dolphins to win the division, this is the week to do it, right? Because wow. if they if they lose to the Bills, they're likely not. They're not probably not going to win the division anyway with the Bills. But if they beat the Bills, that number is going to shrink, right? It's going to shrink to plus like 240 or mm, 250. Yeah. So so if you like the Dolphins, if you like Tua, you like Tua everything, plus 430 is the way to go. Is he really on our – I mean, how much yep. is he going to – What's the over under? Fifty five and a half dollars, I would say. Uh, it's hard wise. to say. It just depends who needs it. Everybody probably has a quarterback in that league. Is the thing, right? Uh, and yeah, we don't have a lot of roster gonna... spots, so I'm oh, going to so say my uh, team. My team is so react. bad. I'm going to say really, I, uh, wow, twenty nine and a half. Really? Yeah. I think people. Someone's going to overreact. Oh wait, do we uh, have a two hundred or a hundred budget? It's a hundred, but uh, I, I still think someone's mm. going to go crazy there. Uh, I mean, I, right, might, I might. I have Brady. Oh uh, yeah, Brady, I know, so. Brian. You're, you're, yeah, you're. This is uh, this gaslighting here. I know what you're doing. Here. <laughs> you're trying to break it down. Then I go thirty, and you go fifty-one, and you get to it. Yeah. All right, let's take a uh, another quick break, and then we're going to talk baseball. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, yes, the Mets clinched playoff bid. First time since 2016 yesterday. Oh, Congrats. I, I know it's the right thing to, to kick a guy, but a no-hit, a perfect game just used to mean so much. And now it doesn't mean nearly as much as, yeah, but what if he tweaks his oblique uh, in the eighth inning? They took him out. Paulie kid, I know you're not a fan of this. Uh, old school baseball would say he should pitch 12 innings if he still has a perfect game intact, right? Well, here's the thing. I guess, and in the, in the defense, one. Uh, here come, here you, comes you, a dig at the Mets. Go ahead, I'm no, ready for it. No, no, not ahead. at all. You know, look, I, I, I Scherzer's awesome. Um, mm. Has he pitched one in his career yet, Sal? No, uh, Scherzer. I don't think he's had one. No. Okay, so then shame on the Mets. I mean, that's pathetic <laughs> of the Mets uh, to um, just like the Mets, like you know. But I get it. They're desperate for a championship, Sal. They're so desperate uh, that they're willing to. Sacrifice. Oh, he has two. I'm, I'm wrong. He has two. Oh, you're no saying hitters. no hitters. You're saying no yeah, hitters. Yeah, no hitters. No, no, no hitters. Games. I'm yeah. talking perfect games. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Bottom line is, yeah, that's typical Mets. I mean, whatever. I mean, they don't, <laughs> they're about, the Mets are about winning baseball games now, Sal. I mean, their goal. <laughs> Wait, is that goal, bad? No, it's great. Their goal, it's World Series of Bust for this team. It's oh, World Series of Bust. That's all it's about. So I totally get what they did there. I'm on board with it because. They know if they don't win the World Series this year, it was all a waste. <laughs> all a waste. All right. I, I mean, you can't say that. You got to say that about the Yankees, too. I, I say it every year. I agree with that. You're That's absolutely. the thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, one game up with 13 left, tied in the loss column with the Braves, who they, they have that end of September, early October three gamer in Atlanta. Astros clinched the AL West. That's five of the last six oh. years. Uh, they've clinched the AL West. I think uh, people might be sleeping on them a little bit. I know none of these odds yeah. to win the World Series for the top four are, are great, but plus 380, Bry, for the Astros, not bad. And now they got some time to uh, figure stuff out. I know. You know what? I, it's funny with the Astros. I was so close. I was so close when we were talking with Jen earlier in the season. I, I mm. almost put so much money on the Astros at like minus 150 to win mm. that division. Never yeah, did. Yeah, you should have. I have them at 10 to 1 for the World Series. but Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't I know. It's hard to, to say yeah. what they. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, this team isn't necessarily better than any of their other teams. So I'm not going to name them, but uh, a buddy of ours who uh, works in the you know Major League Baseball front office is he's, he's like a, a a spitball away from the commissioner's office. He's right right next to him. I asked him which four do you want? Which four does Major League Baseball want? What would you guys say? Yeah, two NL, Mets. two NL, two M well, Dodgers yeah. for sure, and uh, yeah, Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, and be, I guess the next team. Well, still got to be the Astros. It sounds crazy. I, I Sal, oh, it can't be Cleveland. Uh, oh my gosh, that's a tough one. Um, it could I, it be I, the could it be the dreaded Chicago White Sox that they'd want in there? Well, I mean, that's just not gonna it's not gonna happen, right? They, I don't know. Are they uh, four so back? then it would have to be the Astros. No. I thought the Astros, I said it's the same top four every year, right? That you're hoping for. I mean, it's probably not much different in football, but baseball does seem to be the top four that you root for the major league baseball ratings wise would root for. He's like, no way. 
He's like, there's fatigue with the Astros. The cheating thing hurt them. People are yeah. done with them. Yeah. They'd rather see, they'd rather see like a team like Cleveland. Um, oh. you know, mm. I, I know. Oh, wow. I, I know talent wise, wow. it's not it's not fun. And they're gonna win that division, but uh Astros getting the not not the darling in the major league. I guess it's been like this for a while, but they just keep showing up, right? Which means 380 to win the World Series, Brian, is probably the way to go. Yeah, well, I, I will <laughs> say like it's weird. The the AL, I will I, I do think kind of the AL playoffs is a little boring mm. compared to the NL. Because I, I think if the, in the NL, if you're if you're throwing out there Mets, Braves, Cardinals, mm -hmm. and Dodgers, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty great. Like in Padres just, would be okay, right? I mean, like, some yeah, of those earlier yeah. series I think are more exciting too, right? So if it's Cardinals against Padres or, uh, you know, who else am I thinking? I'm, I'm already lost with the, oh, well, the Phillies have dropped off a little bit, but at least there's some a little more name recognition. All right, let's make a pick for Tuesday. I gave mine on extra points. I'm sticking with the Braves. They just do not go away and they're playing Washington. Somehow they're, Washington's won three out of 14. I can't believe they won three games against Atlanta, but they have mm. this year. I'm going minus two. I like this on Caesars. I'll, 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 whatever. I'll sweat out a push if I have to, if it lands right on a, a two-run margin. Minus 118, Braves minus two. Patrick Corbin is six and 18 with a mm. 611 ERA. You got Charlie Morton, uh, high strikeout guy for the Braves. He's fine. I think he's like eight and six. Um, but it's the bats that come alive for the Braves. They always figure it out. Mentioned yesterday, it's not even Strider favorite for NL Rookie of the Year. It's Michael Harris batting 305, 18 wow. homers, 26 doubles. Six of the last seven Braves wins are by two or more runs. Put it right there. 7-3 final Braves win. Parley Kid, what's your pick of the day? Yeah, tough slate of games tonight. I think I, on, on uh, extra points, uh, Dot com. I have the Phillies um, to win. I think you uh, went against each other, you and Bry, right? Or am I wrong? No. Did Brian go with the? Uh, I have the Blue, I have Jays, the Blue Jays. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So uh, no, last time we faced happen, each other, I think I yeah. think I came out on top. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, my head-to-head -head records are usually are terrible. I yeah. Say. No. Look, I I, I like that, but. Uh, other than that, so I'm going to stick with the home run prop here. I'm going to take Anthony Rizzo, the New York Yankees, mm. uh, to go yard tonight. Uh, obviously, you, you know, I'd love to go judge, judge a plus 170. Um, ah, why not? That would be fun. But Rizzo came back off the DL, homered three for six in his first game back, back mm. playing at Yankee Stadium where he loves to play. Uh, I don't I don't know. This is going to be an interesting series because Pittsburgh obviously has nothing to play for. So I mm. can't imagine them pitching around judge, right, though? At the same time, like I really don't know. A judge should right. get a lot of good pitches to hit, but I'll go with Anthony Rizzo. Um, okay. I think in three of his last four games, he has homered. Uh, back home in uh, in the Yankee Stadium here, uh, he loves that short porch. He plus three hundred Rizzo home run. All right, right. Are you sticking with your? Uh, I should mention extrapoints.com uh, free picks every single day from these guys. Yeah, my EP picks lately have. Not been too great, um, but overall for the year, still good. Uh, but I'm going to look at the Astros here. I know you were saying I, I'm, I am curious about this, right? When a team clinches. I think it used to be the, the idea is they put on a bad drunk and they don't show up for the next game. But I feel like I've lost a lot. Betting yeah, against I don't the think that's that necessarily the case anymore. Right. Because you're yeah. still you're still looking to win game regardless. I, I know it's a little bit different in the AL because they they're like. 
you know, eight games up on the Yankees. So yeah. it doesn't really matter for the Yankees. I mean, I guess they're like five well, games. Well, pitcher's not going to go out there and try to suck because yeah, they won Yeah, that's the, the thing. They're the still throwing before. out right. for the most part. Yeah. I don't know if they're giving one or two. I, I have to even check their mm-hmm. lineup. I'm not sure if somebody's getting a day off here. But I, when I was mm-hmm. looking at it, originally Tampa was like minus 130. They have shot up to like minus 155. But I thought the line was a little out of whack, right? McClanahan's been very good since he's been back, but he's probably only going to go like five innings, six innings tops. The Astros hit lefties much better. They they hit 10 points higher against lefties. Javier's, you know, he's been really good for them. Um, and he hasn't had a bad start since like, I think July 6th was the last time yeah, he gave yeah. up more than three runs in two months. So I think it's going to be, I wanted to take the under originally here, but it was like minus 125 um, under six and a half, which is really low. So because it's so low, I feel like I trust the Astros bats a little bit more. Um, so a plus 130. I liked it. And it's weird, though. This is the first series between Tampa and Astros this this season. All right. So those are our baseball books. Hey, one more thing on the great Aaron Judge. Um, who, uh, Damashek <laughs> picked a pick. I mean, it's great. You're, you're chasing the inferior record, the Yankee home run record. Good good for you. Uh, 73 is the record. He's not going to get there. But if he's the best Yankee of all time, that's fine. Uh, I will say this. And he's and he's he's right there for the triple crown. He, no way he catches, no way he catches the top two. Uh, but whatever, uh, it was a good effort. But even if he does, Parley kid in 1947, the triple crown winner was Ted Williams, and you know this. He did not get the MVP. It went to some schmo named Joe DiMaggio. Um, and I don't remember you Yankee fans. You, I don't remember you screaming about how un, unfair this was. I don't remember it. I think we were kids back then. <laughs> Whoa, oh, yeah. wait a oh, second. Baby. Are oh, you no. kidding me? Oh, we got the record. The streak back. continues. Darren, did you think I was going to let you down, kid- Darren? <sighs> I wonder if that's what it, why everything went haywire here for a second. Uh, no, I, everybody's assumed uh, you were not showing up. Did it, D. Harry is on here. What, what, what is it? Gate 37 there. He's um, okay. Good. You, so the streak is intact. I'm in Miami currently. Uh, the streak for him coming on sideways is also intact. Uh, <laughs> so that's good. That's never going to be broken. Harry, we're talking about Aaron Judge. I want to know uh, Parley Kid's thoughts. We crapped all over the Vikings, so don't worry about oh, that. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. 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 So that's over with. Um, I'm glad you don't see any cause for concern. None. But as far as Judge, I was reminding him that Ted Williams won the Triple Crown, but not the MVP in 1947. It went to Joe DiMaggio. Well, I'd have to see the numbers on both those players, Sal. I mean, um, my guess is, well, again, well, here's the thing: what, what, uh, who, which team won the division that year? Well, I, I I'm don't assuming know. it was the Yankees, and that's why Joe DiMaggio was the MVP because his team was the best team, and he play, he was a valuable player on the best team. Mm-hmm. Okay, am I, I right? Don't- well, I don't, did he pitch? I'm not sure if he even pitched. Did he even pitch? Yeah. <laughs> so the Yankees were 97 and 57. The Red Sox were 83 and 71. Right. But, so, right. And yeah. here's, again, here's what you have to realize too, Sal, when it comes to, because <laughs> there's people who are still saying Otani should get it. The, the bottom line is I, Judge plays in so much more uh, in a pressurized environment than mm. Otani. Honestly, Otani could just show up. He mm-hmm. swings his bat. He pitches every fifth day. There's absolutely zero pressure See, on that guy. This is this zero is how this pressure. is how you get a Yankee to win every year because they're in a higher pressure. So forget about uh, the Yankees got to win. The Pirates, yeah, 
Uh, you, you conceded this fact to me yesterday. So you said judge. It's yes. fine. Yeah. He give it to the judge. MVP. Listen, I, I based this on if he was going to hit 50 home runs and bat 300. I didn't know he was going to hit 62 or whatever he ends up with and bat like 315, 320. Uh, DiMaggio, 20 home runs, 97 RBIs, uh, 315 average. So mm. right around by. All right. Uh, I I don't love that season from DiMaggio the right next there. Next year, he had 39 <laughs> homers, 155 RBIs. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. That's an MVP win. All right, yeah. so there you go. All right, Harry, what do you have to say before we sign off here? Uh, look, again, I, I gave some notes to Joel and uh, and uh, Mikey Meatballs, and uh, I'm not right. worried one yeah. bit about the Vikings. Uh, it's okay. I, I get that loss You're not worried way. one bit. You're not worried one bit nah, about the Vikings. Nah. Kirk Cousins is going to – he's going to win all the playoff games – uh, probably three, and uh, and that's it, right? Yeah, right now I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think that's gonna happen. So. <laughs> okay. What are you gonna do? I can't I can't sway him. There you go. Did, did anyone right. did anyone tout my over seven and a half touchdown runs uh, for Jalen Hurts on the show? I don't think anyone probably did. Right? Over seven and a half touchdown runs? No, no, it was oh, against okay. your best team. Oh, okay, no, why okay. would we Just do checking. that? Uh, All right. I'm and just checking Harry, to see if Cousins is throwing a second half touchdown. As oh far man. as I, I know, how important bad, that is that to you. That was bad, but that's fine. I'm glad that was oh. that terrible. Can Harry give us his uh, uh, baseball pick of the day today? Because uh, I was just about to give it uh, before oh, we yes. came on. So, ahead, Harry. Okay, yeah. Real quickly, yeah. Harry. Two-team parlay, which baseball have been mm-hmm. fine with too lately. Two-team parlay, Orioles over the Tigers at minus 205 with Luis Castillo and the Mariners at minus 220 to take down the A's. Castillo's been great lately. All right. There you go. All right. The trifecta, Harry's engagement, his wedding, honeymoon, all on the same podcast. Really, it's incredible. Um, I really, I'm hope I want to make you miss your flight. By the way, well, by the way, our buddy, our buddy, John Finken still won't. I got a two hour delay here in Miami. Finken won't come see me. He wants me to come to his gym. I'm not coming to his gym. He can't even come here to see me for have lunch. What a bum, Darren. You have lunch at the airport? What are you going to do? You're going to leave the airport? Finkin said, come meet me at, the, at this address at his gym. <laughs> I got two and a half hour layover. I probably could. But. So he's got to meet you at like a Chili's in an airport? How is he supposed to get by? Uh, uh, no, I, I could leave, I guess, but he doesn't even want to swing by. He, I got to go meet him. I'm not no. going to meet him. All right. I don't know. All right. There you go. Harry's having has a lot of problems. This bothers him, but the Vikings uh, situation doesn't. All right. So listen. We will be back on uh, Thursday. We're also doing Thursday Night Football Browns and Steelers on Spotify Live. That's going to do it yes. for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na